0: Sales Paradise, episode 22. Have you ever wondered why you have no prospects? Is your sales funnel empty? On today's episode, we're going to find out how to fill it up. We're going to find out what sales development really is and how you can do things yourself and how you can work with SDRs. This is Sales Paradise,
1: now, here's your host, our dad, Chandler Barron.
0: <laughs> welcome, welcome. Today, we have David Delaney. David is a pioneer in sales development, and he's the CEO of a company called TenBound. So we're going to actually talk about why sales development is so important uh, and how it's actually going to help you uh, become successful. And uh, so, welcome to the show, David.
1: Hey, thanks. It's an honor to be on, and I really appreciate the invite.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you on. I know you're a really busy man between, you know, the Sales Development Conference, your own uh, podcast. Uh, So, uh, let's go ahead and dive on in. Tell us a little bit about your background and just what sales development is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I came up in the days of the Renaissance rep, and I call it that, where You know, we did everything. We uh, prospected our territory. We brought in the appointments. We confirmed the appointments. We ran the appointments. We closed the deals. And then we took care of the customers after they, you know, came on board. That was our book of business. And, um, you know, that that was just the way that we did things. Um, There was a kind of a tectonic shift um, in the software industry that took place about 20 years ago or so, 15 years ago, when Salesforce came out and and came out with the software as a service subscription model, and that really started to take off here in the in the Bay, um, where you know they started to break up the sales team into three distinct parts. Um, they would have the sales development team, and this was kind of pioneered at Salesforce, but it had been going on for a long time. But they kind of pioneered it, where they had the sales development team was in charge of 100% prospecting, finding new customers, doing outbound, following up on inbound leads, they would set up the appointments. The uh, account executives would then run the appointments, run the deals, close close it down, get the subscriptions in place. And they would hand it over to the customer success team who would um, make sure that they didn't cancel the subscription. And so as you know, the word got out that this is how uh, it was structured. Uh, a book came out called Predictable Revenue by Aaron Ross that every everyone read. Um, and, it, you know, it came out that th- that's how they were having s- so much success. Um, and a lot of companies started to build their entire package on a software as a service subscription model. A lot of companies started to spin up sales development teams and structure their sales teams in a similar way as Salesforce. And now, you know, fast forward 10 years, it's very common practice. Um, And, um, you know, I got into it um, with, I had predictable revenue in one hand and a bunch of uh, printed out blog posts in the other. And I went into my sales manager at the time um, at a company called Glassdoor and just said, hey, I mean, this is definitely the wave of the future. We should definitely spin up a sales development team. Um, and uh, let me run with it. and and they were, you know, kind enough to let me uh, run with it, see if it had legs. It certainly did. Um, we started to be able to crank out appointments and really focus on it and hand it over to the sales team. And uh, yeah, I spent a number of years starting up and running sales development teams. And as I've done that, the whole sales development industry has grown tremendously, and it's starting to go even beyond, the software as a service to, you know, other other uh, industries out there.
0: Wow, what a story. Um, well, let's just go over a little bit more about how it's changed and then kind of walk me through what the typical day is for an STR.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It has changed a lot. I mean, it's, it's changed a lot since I got into sales and even since I got into, um, you know, sales development a number of years ago. Um, you know, one, one thing that's definitely changed is the buyer, the prospect on the other end is receiving a lot more message messages um, from a lot more sales development reps <laughs> because there's been <laughs> such an explosion in, in, this, in, in this department. It's one of the first departments that companies um, spin up when they, when they get some funding or they, they want to go to market. So um, there's a tremendous amount of messaging going out and the prospects are getting tougher to reach. And so, you know, maybe 10 years ago, um, you you know, you you could get uh, some names and Salesforce and a phone and maybe an email account, and you were good to go. I mean, you could you could you know fill up your calendar with appointments um, by just working really really hard. Um, It's a lot more um, more work right now, quite frankly, to get people's attention and. Um, you know, on the flip side, the sales development reps have a lot more tools than we had even 10 years ago that help them to, um, you know, execute on their their plan every day. Um, especially one of the big one of the big advancements that has happened that I've seen is a number of tools that have come out around um, setting up the sequence or cadence for the day in the life of a sales development rep, and so just. You know that one slice is, is has helped a ton. Whereas you know when I started as a sales development rep, you had Salesforce.com, uh, spreadsheets, your phones, post-it notes. It was just like all over the place, and you could you had to figure out um, who should I call? Who you know who's the the best um, next step in my day? Now these programs have come out to uh, automate that to do list and the next step for the sales development rep so that they can be a lot more productive um, and and you know they, they can plug in their email and their phone dialer and you know the research they need to do all in one program and really run the day more effectively. Um, so day in the life of a sales development rep um, you know they're they're working on their lists um, they're trying to make sure that they have enough uh, volume, um, of people to call and email and, um, and hit on various channels, um, social media, LinkedIn, um, even you know, Twitter, Facebook, wherever they can contact people. They need to make sure that they have enough people. They need to make sure that the uh, people are sorted in a way that's prioritized. And, um, and then they need to do a little bit of research on um, you know, what could be a potential pain point that this person has that they can help with and um, you know what's the message that I can put together that might make them, you know, pick up the phone and talk to me or or um, respond to my email. And so you know they spend a lot of time getting that together, and then they have to actually make the outreach to to email and call and hit people up on social. And um, and then you know when they do start to get replies, they have to manage that, um, look at the calendar, make sure that it it jives with the sales rep that they're working with and lock down the appointment and make sure that the person actually shows up for the appointment that they put with the sales rep. And, um, and then you know if, if there was a no-show or the person declines the calendar invite and things like that, they have to go back and figure out what's going on. Um, and so you know, um, usually the quota for a sales development rep is the number of appointments that they set every month and, and then the number of appointments that are acceptable based on the criteria of the sales rep and they just, you know, it's a, it's a, they got to hit that number, um, each month, month after month for as long as they're in the seat.
0: So is there an industry standard for what the close rate should be once the development rep passes it on? Or or I guess I would assume that it would vary greatly depending on the type of product.
1: It does. It varies greatly. I mean, they're, they're, um, you know, each company has to kind of figure that out based on, are they trying to set up, Appointments for deals that sell for like ten thousand dollars, or a hundred thousand dollars, or a million dollars, and things like that. Um, and then, and then, kind of reverse engineer what kind of conversion rate they're looking for based on uh, they they call it in the subscription model the annual contract value. You know, um, it doesn't really make much sense to have an SDR team if it's below like ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars annual contract value, but above that, it's going to be totally different. Um, you know, if you're if if you just like if you have one SDR who's helping a, um, a senior account executive, who um, you know they are only going to sell one deal a year for a million dollars, then that motion is going to look completely different than a a high velocity you know SDR who has to set up you know twenty five appointments a month because the ACV is only twenty grand. Um, so, yeah. What are some tips for
0: uh, the sales rep that's having to pretty much juggle everything? They're having to be their own sales development rep. They're having to uh, nurture the lead close. And uh, what what would be some tips on sales development that you could give them?
1: Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, that um, calendar blocking is, is the number one thing that I would look at. I would just look at your calendar over the next couple weeks and, um, You know, look at how many appointments you have for internal meetings or for, you know, pipeline reviews and uh, visits with customers or phone calls with uh, potential customers and see if there's a, you know, two to three hour time block that you can put on there, preferably like early in the morning before the uh, gatekeepers are there or maybe later in the afternoon when they all go home and there's a little bit more opportunity to reach the decision makers or the influencers of the company and, um, and just make, make that, um, calendar block sacrosanct. I mean, really, you know, don't, don't make it like, um, you know, a thing that pops up that says eat your broccoli and then you just delete it and eat a Twinkie <laughs> instead. Like, <laughs> right. You've been reading <laughs> my email, haven't you? Yes, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, we all, we all struggle with it, but, but it's like, if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, look, I mean, If you want to, if you want to, you know, start to be your own SDR and and really really start to knock shit out, you gotta, excuse me, you gotta start to um, make it a critical part of your day where it can never come off. And that's all about calendar blocking. And you know, if if the somebody wants to lay a meeting over that or they want to do it, you gotta just um, reschedule it with them, even though it's a pain in the butt. um, You gotta keep that time sacrosanct, and actually do it every day. And I I guarantee, you know, within, you know, three to four weeks, you're going to start to get people replying back and people calling you back and set up appointments and start to fill up your pipeline. It just, you have to, because you're putting emphasis on it yourself.
0: That sounds like a guarantee if I've ever heard one. <laughs> no, but you know, it is really important to uh, not overlook this, um, because, It's such an important step. I mean, you have to fill that funnel. Uh, If you don't, you're going to come to a point where there's not going to be anything uh, there for you to even work
1: with. There's nothing there. I mean, and you got to get in front of you got to get in front of customers or on the phone with them, with people that could potentially buy. And, you know, one thing to think about, like if you're an AE, um, you're an account executive and you don't have sales development support is, um, you know, when I went out on my own two years ago, I I was 20 years in in the corporate world. And, um, you know, I was introduced when I went out on my own to a, a whole world of resources that are available to you that you never see when you're in the corporate world because you're you're very narrow on what resources the corporation makes available to you. Um, but suddenly to a couple of years ago, I didn't have a corporation anymore. So I was just like, how am I <laughs> going to get stuff done? And you, you start to understand there's a whole world of, um, resources that are available to help you to grow your business. You don't have to do it all yourself. Um, there's, um, uh, uh, websites called Upwork, uh, Fiverr, and Catalent, and um, they all are slightly different things, but they, the point I'm trying to make is you can give people assignments at a very low cost. You're going to have to pay for it out of your own pocket. I'm sorry, but you know that's just the way it is. And they can do research for you. They can do analysis for you. They can... Um, You know, even contact people for you. They can do all these things at a very low cost that, um, you know, can queue you up uh, and, you know, fill up your to do list for those calendar blocks. And then you can just go in and you've got everything that you need and you just start calling people or emailing people with uh, all that research that somebody helped you with. So a little bit outside of the box, but it's, you know, it blew my mind. I love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, but especially if you're in a type of sales that has a high upside and you enjoy the the closing part or something like that, why not outsource some of the things that you find yourself tedious? You know, some people may enjoy it, but if that's not your area of enjoyment or expertise, a matter of fact, ironically... Um, as far as I do the same thing with the podcast. This is not even me talking. I actually um, found a host on Upwork. <laughs> yes, I. <I'm, I'm, laughs> yeah, I outsource everything. Every, even even my kids—they don't realize that their father is actually an outsourced <laughs> oh father. <my> I, God. <laughs> I'm on the.
1: <laughs> yes, I know. I, I it's um, you know I follow a guy named Dan Sullivan, um, who um, runs a company called Strategic Coach, and if. You know, it definitely if there's any entrepreneurs on the line, um, he's really opened my eyes to the fact that, um, you know, you're good at certain things and you're just not good at certain things. And, you know, we're, we're taught to, you know, try to uh, beef up our weaknesses and, you know, be well-rounded. And he's just like, look, um, you don't have time for that as an entrepreneur. You got to really focus on what you're good at. And, um, you know, people on the line, are, I'm sure, are very good at, at getting in front of customers and and closing and, and um, you know, getting everything that they need to close a deal. And they might not be 100% great at, you know, researching their territory and trying to find out the name of every, you know, purchasing officer in, in the uh, healthcare system that they're trying to break into. You know, that might not be there for some reason. <laughs> You know, it's, it's not their forte, um, you know, and if you're, if you're willing to, you know, open your wallet a little bit and get some help, man, it can really streamline your, your daily process.
0: Guys, you heard that. Uh, you just have got to do it one way or the other, whether you do it yourself or open up that wallet. All right. Well, you know what? We are now at the part of the program where we're going to ask some other questions and um, I, some people even find this their favorite part so let's start off tell me a favorite quote that you have
1: yeah definitely so uh, jim Rohn is sort of the foundation for a lot of the stuff that i'm i've been working on over the last few years and i just love his stuff so if you haven't checked out jim Rohn, um he's got some great programs one of the things that he says is um, we must all suffer from one of two pains the pain of discipline Or the pain of regret and the difference is that discipline weighs ounces while regret weighs tons and you know it was funny because we were just talking about calendar blocking i mean if you can put in the little disciplines every day to really stick with your commitment on the calendar do some prospecting maybe bring in some outsourced help to to help you to get the names and and really stick to it, I guarantee you, you will have more business you know, in three to four weeks than had you not done that. And so, a little bit of daily discipline uh, versus you know, getting to the end of the month and you know, ha- having a, a small pipeline and trying to explain what you're gonna do, so.
0: Oh yeah, that's nice. Well, what about a book? Any book you'd like to recommend?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, I really enjoy a book called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And um, it's very similar to the Jim Rohn quote in that it's it's um, daily small disciplines add up to appreciating you know assets for your life. So those daily small disciplines that are just as easy to do as they're easy not to do end up adding up and making a terrific life. And it's just made a huge impact on me. And just on the flip side, daily you know poor decisions added up over a number of years, lead to poor results, Um, sounds very easy. But if if you've been around for a while, and you look at it, and you go, you know, that really actually does make a lot of sense. Um, And it's within my control. So I love that book. It's called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson.
0: Oh, yeah, I'll for sure check that one out. Well, what about uh, any type of technology, anything that, uh, that you just really can't live without right now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, you know, being kind of a creative uh, entrepreneurial person who's all over the place, um, I need help with organization. And one that I would highly recommend if you've got a project happening or multiple projects is called Trello. Um, T-R-E-L-L-O. You can get a free account um, for a basic version. And it's basically just a a bulletin board um, where you can – stack, um, uh, tasks and move them across the bulletin board as you complete them. And so, um, it's just very nice for, especially if you're a visual person to be able to see, okay, I've got all my tasks over here on the left. I made some progress on that one. I can ding, just move it over to the next stage and you keep moving them until they're completed. And then eventually what you want is the entire project to be over to the right. Um, so I would definitely check out Trello if you if you aren't using it right now.
0: For sure. Yeah, I've actually used it, and it's nice. Well, what about a, a charity you'd like to highlight?
1: Yeah, so we're really excited to partner up with the Hellier Velodrome down in San Jose, California. And um, I'm a big biker myself. I'm watching the Tour de France right now, which is really fun <laughs> because um, it's not... <laughs> just for the crashes i watch it for other stuff too but um, <laughs> um the <laughs> velodrome is a it's a racetrack for you know push bikes not not motorbikes the regular old bikes that we push and um and uh, it's a completely volunteer run organization very passionate people and it's just a very positive environment and uh, competitive environment um, that we were excited to get involved with so um, yeah, if you if you're a biker and you're ever down in the San Jose area and you'd like to try something, they do you know intro classes. Really nice people, and you can get on the track and and uh, and you know let out your inner uh, Lance Armstrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll come down with my yellow jersey up there. And, <laughs> <Right. yeah. laughs> well, what about any um, for the the listeners, like a takeaway message or anything you'd like to either summarize or just make sure that they leave with?
1: Yeah, just um, you know. Uh, you can follow us on uh, on LinkedIn at uh, TenBound, T-E-N-B-O-N-D. We're releasing research reports and and um, information about sales development, and we, we'd love for you to stay in touch on that. And um, we have a conference uh, here in San Francisco, an uh, annual conference just called the Sales Development Conference, and uh, a number of those videos are up on YouTube uh, for free. So you can watch some of the content there, just put in Ten Bound and... Um, look for the conference uh, videos and uh, a lot of great information about, you know, just the stuff that we're talking about today.
0: Well, that is excellent. Thanks so much for joining us here, man. It's been fun.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.